they're numbered, so they're limited. But my roommate Josh got into it. Like, you have to get in a waiting list to buy a pack of them. But literally, there's such a demand to buy them secondhand because they're so limited that you almost automatically double your money just by buying the pack. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bumper to Bumper. Uh, I am your hostess with the mostest, Chris Candy, uh, and I am here live with, uh, well, I'm just happy to have uh, the... Um, the crypto NFT guru himself, my 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 new host of the show. Uh, you know, he's he's a good friend of mine, uh, Joe Ulrich. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing very good. Nice, you know, nice. I, I like that I am the NFT guru. Uh, I don't know any. You know, I don't want to talk about them too much because I've talked about it on the last podcast. But I don't know anything about them. I, and and as you were just talking about it right now. All I was thinking about was like, am I missing out on something? Well, that's what got me interested in it. It's one of those things that when I first heard about it, I'm like, this is incredibly dumb sounding. Right, right. But because it became a thing and because everyone's talking about it, it's yeah. like you have a curiosity, even if like, I I was like, why would I even want to look into this? Right. But it's like, if you keep hearing about something, you have to. And I, I find it incredibly fascinating. It's kind of like a scratcher coin, a scratcher card that everyone's winning on. I want to get that scratcher card too. No, that's yeah. a bad idea. That was a dumb example. No, cute music. Um, welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, we got we got Joe here. Joe's my host today. Glad um, to be hosting. Yeah, you know, Rick. Uh, it's it. Don't worry about Rick, everybody. All right, Rick's doing just fine. Um, He's off in his own little it's world. Doing his yeah. Rick and I are all good. Don't worry about it. I know that it was a little confusing last week uh, with John, but now we got Joe. We're doing a JJ thing. Hey, J&J. &J. Uh, with that being said, I got the vaccine, and I'm feeling great, and I'm loving life. You got the Johnson & Johnson. I did get the Johnson & Johnson. Yes, I'm feeling very healthy and, and good, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have that one. Yeah, I got uh, my second shot. I got Moderna, great. and I had that earlier this week, and... I luckily didn't get sick. I mean, I was prepared to. It's worth it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like one of those things where it's weird. It, here's a weird feeling. Like knowing that you might get sick. Right. No, and not like coming down with something where oh, you're yeah. starting to feel sick. Yeah. But preparing. Like on Monday, I got the shot on Tuesday. I knew that I might be sick on Tuesday. And so feeling completely healthy. Uh, Q it's a weird ER music. QER music. Yeah. And keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I went in, you know, I started hydrating. I basically was treating it like yeah. I was sick. I yeah. was like, I'm going to eat soup. I'm going to drink water. Yeah, uh -huh, I'm going to rest. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I don't know how much it helped or if I just have an awesome immune system. Exactly. But I felt great. And now I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Get rid of that ER music. Um, now, Joe, um, I've known you for years now, and I want to let everybody know who's listening to the podcast right now well, what it is you do. You're a comedian, you're an actor, you're an entertainer, um, and you're an editor as well, too. Yep. Um, and you, uh, you know, this is a little, uh, you know, close to the, the, the cuff here, but you worked with Rick for a very long time. Rick and I were actually college roommates right. for three years in college. We were both going to film school at USC. Uh -huh. And then... We rented an office together here in L.A. above yeah. the Good Luck Bar uh, right. in the same office area that Ed Wood used to have an office way back right. when he was making his B-movies. 
Rick was making his feature film Zendog, and that's where he had his production office. And we decided, even though uh, production had finished on the film, to keep it going. And so I joined, and we shared that office for like four or five years together. That place was so much fun. Oh, there were some good times. Yeah, for all the people who are listening to the show who haven't been to that office, it was above the Vista Theater and the Good Luck Bar. Just Google Vista Theater, and, and the office was just off to the left there. Um, it was super fun. Um, a lot of creativity went on down there. We would do improv shows. We would do um, a lot of short sketches there. You know, for me, filming it, all the time. Yeah. yeah, it felt like my personal uh, back lot. There was like so many weird little uh, indie projects going in and out of that, that place. That was the best part because, like, I would do my work there. I was doing freelance video editing at the time. But yeah. Just being in an environment where, and having Rick there was great too, where if you just were inspired and like, wanted to film a sketch right you know, we had all our equipment there and you could just stop what you're doing film right away i mean it was like having a production studio at your fingertips anytime yeah. time and people were always coming in to work with us uh, you would come by all yeah. the time yeah and it'd be so fun to have someone drop by and just shoot ideas or shoot something like just be like hey we're here yeah. we got an idea let's do it totally and i think i grew a lot as a filmmaker actor all that so much in those years just opportunity yeah i think there's a lot of oh you gotta take that no no, keep going through well i was just gonna say that you learn by making stuff and just having actually let me grab it oh yeah grab that you got a phone call yeah take it uh hey hello hey chris what's up is this rick darge yeah you need to take that uh the last episode of the podcast down that's fucked up what are you talking about well, I've been trying to, we need to like, we, we got to talk about this. Like you can't be making podcasts with John. And so I want to do it. I'm ready to go. I got a lot of things I want to talk about. Cool. You know, like this Vax passports going on. I want to bring it up. Cool. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hey Rick, so, I gotta get, I gotta get going right now, man. We'll talk later though. About get it going. Like you what? need to listen to me. You, I, you, first of all, you're not being a very good friend. I uh-huh. came up with the name bumper to bumper. Yeah. Hillary, Hillary's my girlfriend. So yeah, yeah, I know. Sure. Hillary's great. I like Hillary. She's cool. Why are you talking this way? What are you doing right now? Uh, don't worry about it. Um, what you, no, what are you? Are you doing another podcast? You're doing your podcast. Rick, I can't hear you. I'm driving through the canyon. Gotta go. Bye. So, anyways, wait, um, wait, Chris, Chris. No, 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 no. This is Rick. Rick's a good friend, but I, I don't. I thought he knew. Yeah, you know, it's 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 okay. These are kind of like. Um, uh, these are just other podcasts, you know. There's a big world of podcasts. Yeah, there's okay. so many podcasts. So many there. podcasts. This I just, is just uh, another. Oh no, he's Rick's call. I I gotta. I mean, well, I don't. Do I tell him I'm on the? Do whatever you want to do. Okay, uh, hold on. Just don't uh, say I'm here. Oh, uh, hey, what, what's up, Rick? Joe, have you been? Do you know what's up with Chris right now? Chris Candy. Have you seen him? Yeah. Be- Fucking have been avoiding my calls. I just got him on the oh, phone. That's and I know that's you weird. Guys were recently hanging out. Like, did he say anything about me or anything? No. I don't know what the fuck is. No, no, no. You didn't come up. We were just hanging out. Uh, he wanted to come by and see my porch. <gasps> oh, okay. sorry, sorry. Uh, that must. Who's that? No, my 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 roommate's got a cold. My roommate has a cold right now, oh. so that's. Oh, anyway, I'm. Is it COVID? 
Is it, hey, no, is it, no, no, no one's got COVID here. It's just fine. Uh, but that's really weird about uh, Chris. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we were just hanging, talking, normal talk. We like talking, uh, talk a lot about all different topics. I, well, I, you know what? I, honestly, I got. I should go check on that roommate with that sneeze. You know, that's. Uh, I don't. Why are you talking? Yeah, why good, are you talking? good yeah. idea. Anyway, good idea. Uh, ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna check on this. I'll call. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Maybe late. Bye. Yeah, don't worry okay. about Rick. No, I um, think, uh, yeah, because Rick and I do the podcast, and yeah, this you guys, is just, um, you know, Rick is all into like uh, alternative dimensions, you know, yeah. 4D. Oh, yeah. So this is just like a 4D oh, episode 4D? of Bumper to Bumper. Oh, okay. He'll yeah. understand. He'll understand. He loves I don't that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he does. He I, loves that kind of stuff. I, Rick, I, he's out there, yeah. but he, uh, yeah, he's yeah. gonna love. He yeah. loves the concept. Okay, yeah, cool. don't worry. Yeah. You were just, just talking to like a version of Rick that is unaware at the moment. Got okay, it? No, that actually makes sense. I feel yeah. I actually feel better about that. Soon he will uh, yeah. be aware. Don't yeah. worry about it. Speaking of, speaking of Rick, how's his Dargecoin doing? Oh, okay, cute uh, Dargecoin music. Um, you know, it's interesting you say. Actually, we've bumped into a little bit of uh, you know a, a, an, an uptick. Actually, quite frankly, in Dargecoin. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah um, all be, the altcoins are going crazy. Yeah, right all now. the altcoins are doing really well right now. Um, you know, there was uh, about two days where we were up. Uh, to uh, you know, we were almost very close uh, to being uh, two cents uh, for okay. for and well, but that then, can be big. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. It, we were really, I was very excited about Dargecoin, um, but then I, I came to realize that a lot of people actually got confused with what uh, Dogecoin and Dargecoin, and um, there was a big um, wait. There's a big hashtag going out on Twitter that was that was saying cancel Dargecoin. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, so I'm you, curious. Yeah. do you think it was? I, I'm just wondering. Do you think that people, because Dogecoin is blowing Doing up really right? well, yeah. Do you think that people were trying to buy Dogecoin and bought Dargecoin? Actually, that's exactly what happened because mm. a lot of, um, well, the protests uh, uh, and the angry uh, emails that uh, I've been getting uh, have specifically said protests. that. Protests? Yeah. We don't need to get wait, into that, though, oh, right okay. now. Yeah. yeah um, um, no, that's uh, no, that's fine. No but let's just, uh, we're doing great. You know, uh, what I say, like all the coins, uh, you know, it's a train going down the railroad. You know, you got to keep feeding wood into it, uh, you know, it's to like, get the steam yeah. coming out of the yep. chimney pipe, you know. And uh, don't worry, this what? thing is going to make its all way to Santa Barbara, and we're all going to be drinking Mai Tais in uh, no time, you know. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's, and, the, and the Mai Tais that's are what they say. made out of money, everybody. Mai Tais uh, made, made out, out of money. money. Exactly. That's you the drink that's, your money. Exactly. Drink it and then piss it out. So, um, so Joe. So, yes. so, so how? So you were working with Rick, and then, um, yep. You know, you then got into well, you, you're from Chicago originally, and yep. then you were doing UCB out in Los Angeles. Yeah, I actually. So I grew up uh, just loving Second City. Yeah, and that was just like a dream of mine as a kid like i was a huge saturday night live fan and because so many of my comedy heroes came through chicago right there's something about growing up there and it just felt close to home absolutely and so actually i got started when i was in college i had this semester at, while i was living with rick where i scheduled all my classes monday through wednesday mm -hmm. i just blocked them and second city had at this point, they were right next to the Hollywood Improv. This is before they had their full theater mm -hmm, space. Mm -hmm. And I decided to use my Thursday and Friday and start studying at Second City just because so I... So you were at the space that was on Beverly in the uh, very beginning, or was it third? Or is it Melrose? Melrose. No, it's Melrose. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Melrose it was behind the Improv. Yeah. 
and yeah. I had my classes up there. And actually, that summer, I went back home to Chicago, and I did a writing and a level two improv class at Second City Chicago. Oh, cool! Which was a, a dream of mine, just because I mean. If I had stayed and lived in Chicago, I definitely would have studied there in Improv yeah. Olympic. But I was very happy to actually get to study at the actual Second City. Yeah, and one, one one funny thing about yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I, so this would have been when I was nineteen or twenty. Okay. And so I was the young guy in class. You right, know? right, right, right. And one thing you've done in prop classes, like one of the ways yeah. you bond is you go out for drinks after. Right, right, right. And I would be able to sneak in because everyone else was clearly of age and I definitely looked 19 but yeah. when you see like a group of people looking like mid 20s early 30s yeah. I could just slide in and they would have to go buy me uh, I would have to drive home so I would only have one beer yeah. uh, but they would buy me one beer and I felt so there's something about what getting What would you guys go to? It's the one so Second City's on Wells there and I forget what it was, but it was directly across the street. Yeah, uh, I forget the name of it. Corcoran's? Uh, that sounds like it could yeah, be right. I, think that I that, mean, this is many years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the name. It's like an Irish bar across the street from it. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah, I believe that that's... There, uh, there's it, that it one, and there's right, one yeah. other one, too, I think I saw on, like, a Bourdain episode. I'm the, yeah. My sister, she uh, she went to... Um, uh, she she studied there. She took classes there, and she worked there. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, a, pro, what years were you there? That would have been like two thousand one or two thousand two. Dude, there's a it good was right chance. after nine eleven. Yeah, there, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. You know, there's a good chance there's some overlap that you were there around the same time that she wow, was there. Wow, that's really crazy. Yeah, 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 super small world. Yeah, um, yeah, I miss doing improv yeah. so much. Man. I miss it so much. You know, one thing that bummed me out is that the. Improv Olympic Chicago closed. Yeah, yeah, all of them, all of yeah. IO closed. A lot of Did, improv theaters have, have, have shut down right now. Have you been to when they moved from Wrigleyville to their space they've had for the past three or no, five years? I had only been to the oh, Wrigleyville man. space. The Wrigleyville space was cool just because it was in that awesome neighborhood. But that second theater they built is the best place I, I've seen improv yeah. at. I when I would go back. Uh, Friends of mine who hadn't seen improv or didn't know as much, right. I would bring them and we'd get tickets to improvise Shakespeare. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah and of course. What a great show for like someone who maybe had only seen improv once. It's, uh -huh. it's such a. And I would always tell them, I'm like, you don't, they'd be like, I don't know much about Shakespeare. I'm like, you don't have to know Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just have to know like the idea of it. And I don't, I've never seen that show. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I've never seen it. it. It's really. The thing that's impressive is that they nail so many of the tropes, but not just the tropes, like the three-act like type structure, uh -huh. while making it funny. And when we're talking about uh, uh, improv, can we cue some bar music in the background? Like we're hanging out talking at oh, yeah, uh, like a bar, like, like not music, but maybe uh, ambiance. That's great. Ambience, yeah, that's yeah, good. Okay. I, I so feel... yeah, so you're you're watching Shakespeare in the park, and <laughs> that's. The other thing I like about the improvised, improvised Shakespeare, improvised Shakespeare, 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 Shakespeare in the, in the park. park, you Jesus know, it's all Christ, Shakespeare. I'm an idiot. Uh, one thing I liked about it is they they asked for a suggestion, and every time, or most of the times I've seen it, I've seen it a handful of times, people will try to throw it off, like by saying something that's anachronistic from Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, like. It's like, can I get a suggestion? I remember one distinctly was iPod and like just trying to yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. are you going to make yeah, change? Yeah. And it's funny, like the the more you try to mess that up, 
the better it is because right. it actually creates this juxtaposition where they are speaking and doing Shakespeare so well and then just throwing in like modern. Now the is in LA uh, where just so everyone knows a uh, cut the yeah, it's enough of the music. Um, we are actually uh, on Joe's beautiful porch here in Los Angeles, California, yep. doing the podcast. Hence, why I wanted him to be my co-host. Um, now, now, where? Go ahead. Uh, I want to tell you a little fun fact about the house we're at right now. I yeah. don't know if I've told you this. Uh, you, you know who used to own this house? Elizabeth Taylor. Really? Yes. We're at Elizabeth Taylor's beautiful yeah. greenhouse yeah. out here. Uh, very close to one theater that I was going to ask a question about. Uh, is UCB Franklin still open? So that one, they had to sell UCB Sunset. This is the information I've got from my insiders. Oh, yes. Q, Q uh, insider. Yeah, 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 like hard copy. So music. I've talked to people in the UCB community, and the deal with UCB Sunset is they had a mortgage. They had bought that property. Wow. Which is why they had to sell, you uh, know, because of losing money. When right. That opened. The Franklin space is rented, oh. and they have a very good relationship because actually UCB opening there kind of revitalized that, that whole, whole strip. block, of course. So I think they're getting some form of rent forgiveness, and they're going to be able to hold on to it until this all ends. Love that theater. So, it, oh, my favorite place to perform. You just right next to the audience. It's it, God, amazing yeah. space. I've only played there. After like class shows oh, when yeah. I was doing improv there, yeah, I've never performed there like performer performer. I, I played at Sunset, but yeah. Um, and then I remember um, the guy, you know, Jimmy, the lighting guy. Yeah, I know Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy, uh, he is a uh, shout out to Jimmy. He uh, shout out. I, I would when I'd come back and do my radio show, I'd always go to Tom Bergen's, and Jimmy would always be there having a beer. Oh, I love Tom Bergen's. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, great yeah. spot. And they're reopened too. We're we're in this period right now, a uh, world where uh, things are slowly opening back up. Uh, I don't have, uh, as you could tell, the uh, you know encroaching. Uh, um, uh, guilt of Rick Darge uh, here telling me uh, what I should and shouldn't talk about. I can talk about now for a moment with my good friend Joe um, that I'm happy that things are slowly coming back. Uh, what, what's his normal guilt on it? Oh, uh, there's just some conspiracy about something, or there's some opinion, or you know, he's just he, he's asking all the hard hitting questions. Yeah, he's uh, a little bit of a tough cookie. Yeah, he is a tough cookie, but you, my friend, are like a schnickerdoodle. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, you know, sh- covered in, in cinnamon and sugar, and it's just delicious. Uh, Rick is more like, uh, you know, old tea biscuit that you got to put in. Uh, old tea biscuit. You got to put in him in, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, a cup of hot water before he's even able to be food again. Um, but that is neither here nor there. Um, so, but yeah, I miss improv. I miss it yeah, very I much. Yeah, I do miss it. Uh, I did... I've done a couple improv things during COVID. It's been very interesting. Yeah, so have you done some, like, Zoom shows and stuff? I've done two Zoom shows, and I actually taped... uh, I'll plug another podcast. Yeah, uh, please. uh, um, The Meet Improv Podcast. Uh, It's uh, hosted by Jake Jabor and Josh Simpson from UCB. Oh, cool. And I was a guest on it. I actually taped that three or four days ago. Nice. And it was interesting, but because... Well, I mean, podcasts are obviously by nature not on stage, yeah. but because of COVID, can't even get in the same room. So we did yeah. a Zoom call so we could see each other in improv, right? and then we recorded our own mics locally to our computers. And 
it sounds so weird. Like if you told me like a year or two ago that I'd be like sitting in my attic recording right. an improv show by myself without like someone in the room. It's sound nuts. Super fun. Super funny podcast. Uh, I'll plug it again. Check out the Meet Improv. Those guys are so funny. And cool. It's a great show. Make sure to get the link in that. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. That oh, my is roommate real. has another sneeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. So when did, how did you get started at UCB? I got... Oh. oh. Is it, you're getting another call? Uh, let me just get rid of this oh. real quick. Okay, yeah. Hello? Oh, sorry. I had to, uh, is it come again? Chris. Yeah. Who is this? Uh, it's Rick. I talked to fucking John. He said you're doing a podcast with Joe Ulrich. Who is this? This is Rick. You stupid ass. You're doing a pot. You're doing bumper to bumper with Joe. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I did oh, it with you're, Joe. You're done. You know you can't do that. This Why not? Shit. Why not? Why can't I? Because it's our podcast. And I oh, say really? No. I'm still part of it. Look, dude, I'm just saying, I, I hear you. Why do you drop the podcast? Until I get on the podcast. Are you okay right now? You're, look. No, I'm not okay. Rick, this you. This is bullshit. Rick, you love. You, no, you can't have Joe on the podcast. Rick, you love, like, other dimensions. This is just another dimension version of you the want, podcast. You want, a, you want a fucking dimension? Yes. Yeah. My ass. Chris. I'll see you in fucking court. You can't do this. Court, you. You. Well, Eat my ass. Eat a big scoop of it. He's gonna he's be he, pretty angry. He, he, he's gonna be mad at me. I got a feeling after this. I, I, I'm gonna have to patch things up with that guy. Yeah, but you're um, a really oh, good friend. Yeah, I'm really good. Oh, shoot. I'll just let me take care of this. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid ringer. Uh, uh hello. Hey, so you do a fucking podcast with Chris Candy behind my back? Wait, Dude, hold on. For 20 years. What the fuck? You know what, fucking, I am doing a podcast. I'm doing a podcast yeah, with yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Do your own podcast, asshole. No, I... Well, it's not your podcast today. Chris is a very nice man, and yes, he asked me to do a podcast, and I'm doing a great job. Yeah, Rick, just take it easy, okay? You're talking you're loco. The fucking, you're, you're the town whore, Joe. I'm not a... Around. I'm not. Is, no, not know, sleep around. Whatever. I'm just filling in. Yeah, whatever. No, it's just Fuck like. Off. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well, you see, you see yeah. that the the um that version of Rick is very angry. Yeah. But there's another yeah, version of him that's really version. chill. I'm he glad loves you explained the other dimensions thing. Well, like, when I, you I break worry, down, like, when you friend. break down Rick Darge, there's about 16 different dimensions in which Rick Darge lives. Right now, you got one that was very close to the magma lava level okay. of, uh, you know, of of Rick, and I, I don't really know what yeah, else to that say. That felt like but hot magma. That felt like lava flowing. That was intense. Yeah, I just would say, you know, don't worry about it. There's a version of him that is, like, up... Uh, you know, he's up uh, close to a nice, uh, you know, frosty beer. And that is the yeah, version who yeah. gave me the tranquil. Okay, he's a tranquil version yeah, of Rick. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm so Look, glad you're very reassuring. So I'm so reassuring that I want to let you do Conspiracy Corner. Oh, Conspiracy Corner. That's, that's a big. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's what Rick normally does. But and I know that there's a version of Rick that's Rick won't super, be mad if no, I. No, no. The version of Rick that is happy that we're doing the podcast 
uh, wanted you to do it, and he wanted me to give you this very special, specific one, and today's uh, conspiracy corner word is penguin. 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 Oh, well. What do you got? Well, there, there's definitely a conspiracy about penguin. Do, really? Do you know about it? No, no, I don't. The, the Florida giant penguin? What? You don't know about this. No, I don't know about it. Okay. All right. Let me tell you this story. This is 100% true, uh, 100% fact. The giant penguin in Florida. So what happened was, and you just got to love this. Yeah. Is in 1948, uh, people discovered on a beach these giant penguin footprints what just massive like something that would be picture like a dinosaur sized penguin or something but clearly a penguin print but massive and so what would people do they freak out over something like that right 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 right. so happens and it goes on and on and so people are thinking oh there's this 15 foot tall penguin well it turns out there was, as is often the case, a brilliant Florida man behind. Right. Uh huh. So what happened was, is this Florida man had built lead shoes. Probably wasn't good for his health, but built Why lead. lead? <laughs> I don't know. It's a. It, you need a little bit of Florida in this story. Right. 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 Yeah. Right, right. So he built these lead shoes in the shape of penguin prints. They were thirty pounds. And he was making the prints. Now, people couldn't, no one knew what it was. And so there's people who believed that it was there. This guy kept it up for 10 years. What? Never revealing that he was the one behind the prints. And people were wondering, like, what's leaving these here? The conspiracy, here's the best part, was not solved for 40 years. How did they find out it was him? I think he just decided to finally come clean. No. I mean, you got to take you yeah. got to take a little credit if you yeah, did a yeah, prank. You, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, if you're be, doing before you go. Uh so yes, uh there is a conspiracy or there was for many years in Florida of the 15 foot tall penguin. Can you cue uh, right now, the the more you know, like a star yeah. sound effect the or something like that, because uh, that was the nicest conspiracy I've ever heard in my entire life. Hey, how are you? Um, and I just, uh, you know, it, I, it was that was just a breath of fresh air to yeah. hear that. That it, was so nice. It just, it, it, it's one of those conspiracies that actually makes you feel good. A lot of conspiracies don't make you feel good, but I, I, I just like that guy. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, a heartwarming that's conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of conspiracies don't make you feel good. What about the, yeah, where are the conspiracies in the world that are, are heartwarming that make you feel good to be a human being on planet Earth? Wouldn't that be nice? I, like, what if con- being a conspiracy theorist just meant that there's all these, like, Heartwarming pranks going on, and exactly. <laughs> and instead of these like deep dark secrets yeah. of the uh, the dark the uh, internet or whatever it is, yeah. Well, Joe, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I man. had a great time, and uh, I look. Don't worry I about Rick. I hope I was just gonna don't say. I hope I Rick. didn't burn my bridge with Rick, but no, this was a good. blast. Don't worry, Rick is someone who is uh, burns his own bridges. Yeah. And last time I checked, uh, you know, he could have a bridge burnt on him every once in a while. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in another episode of Bumper to Bumper. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, you know, um, we'll, we'll just see. We'll see what dimension of the show we're in. I look forward to see what dimension it goes to. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good one. All right. That was fun. Hell yeah, man. Yeah.